0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 257. And I'm back in my favorite spot, my favorite time, my favorite place, and all of that, actually. Yes, I recorded one earlier. Well actually yesterday now, because it's after midnight, it's Saturday morning. But I recorded one Friday, well, kind of late, like 4 o'clock. Much later than I have on other days. But I did record one for Thursday, and now I'm recording this one for yesterday, Friday. The last day of the week, Friday the 14th. And during that day, Friday, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here on my back patio porch, Shalom Place or Serenity Place. Your pick, call it the one you like the best. But I'm here, and you are too, virtually. You're listening. You're not physically here, of course. But I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. So today in class... I am a teacher, for anybody who might be listening for the first time. I'm a teacher. I teach religion at a Catholic high school in Columbus, Ohio. And I have five sections of freshmen. And just this week, I started teaching them how to mindfully meditate. Now, this is an important thing for me because I have been meditating every day for more than a year now. I started last July, that's July of 2017, and each and every day since then, I have spent about 10 minutes or so in mindful meditation. And I think I've talked about that on the podcast, and I I don't want to talk about it too much right now, except to say this, that both last year and this year, I've been able to teach my students about mindful meditation in ways that I could have never before if I wasn't practicing it regularly, daily myself. So that makes a huge difference. Not just, you know, you got to be doing something to be able to sort of explain it and describe it and coach it. But just the, the sheer fact of, if this is so valuable, I got to be doing it. If there's so many benefits, I have to be doing it. And I am. And I do think it is valuable. And I think there are many benefits. So this week, as I've been teaching them, I've been showing them some videos. And um, I'm showing them kind of the longer, more um, kind of conceptual videos. Next week, I think I'm going to start showing them the um, Headspace videos, which um, are on YouTube. They're really great. They're short, 90 seconds, two minutes, tops, animated with some kind of funny um, characters. And each one has, you know, really just kind of one point that it is um, communicating. about meditation and uh, mindfulness. So I'm going to show those. But today's was about the brain as compared to the mind and what mindful meditation does to the brain physically. Now, I have five freshman classes. And what's interesting and challenging is I'm teaching essentially the same thing five times. But what's interesting for me is to see how it is... The same thing that I say or do. and in many cases, it's it's almost exactly the same thing. I mean, it's you know it's almost like i'm I'm not reading off of a script. I don't use a lot of notes, but you know I'm following a, a plan and a path at least in my head. And it's interesting to see how my different classes respond differently. And even though we're really just about a month into the school year, I, I have very interesting observations about each of my classes. And today just confirmed that. Now, I am going to be careful in describing this because of two things. One is I'm not going to give the name of this particular student that kind of blew me away today. And secondly, I'm actually not going to give the class period because if any of my students are listening, they will um, it will really kind of break the cardinal rule of uh, teaching and also, incidentally, parenting, where you favor explicitly one class or one child over the other. It's funny because frequently, not frequently, but occasionally, I guess, students will say, hey, which which class do you like the best? And I'll, I'll have to give the answer, well, you know, I I like each class for different reasons. And that is actually true. Each class has its own personality and its own vibe and its own, you know, graces and challenges as well. But I've already noticed that one of my classes in particular is... More curious, and overall, the kids are kind of sharper than my other four classes. So, it's a later in the day, so it's not my first class. So, I've already taught things multiple times. And today, I was talking about the brain and how it's different than the mind, and how the brain has parts, and one of those parts is the amygdala. And the video um, that I was going to show talks about the amygdala, but I wanted to do some you know, front-loading of the kids, and I said, um, and also, you know, access, prior knowledge kind of uh, things, so I said, you know, does anybody know what the amygdala is, and in my previous three classes, I just got blank stares, you know, I I just, you know, did not get any, you know, answers or responses, and I used that actually as a segue, like, okay, so I'm going to show you the video, it's going to talk about the amygdala, and then after the video, I'm going to ask you that question, and that's what I did. But in this one period, I didn't have to do that because one freshman boy, who I really think is pretty pretty special, and actually it was funny because my colleagues and I in the faculty room, we really don't sit around talking about students. I, I promise you that. Very often. <laughs> I have to add that part. Because we do sometimes sit around talking about students. And this particular student um, has a unique enough name that we didn't even really need last names. We said, you know, his name. And... The people who taught him, everybody says, yeah, you know, he's really a unique, special, engaged kid. And he certainly showed it today. So when I said, who knows what the amygdala is, he shot his hand up and had a big smile on his face. And he he nailed it. He described exactly what it was. And for those of you who are not uh, neuroscientists, perhaps, or up on all the jargon of the brain, the amygdala is the lower part of our brain literally because it's it's tucked in pretty far into um to our brain but sometimes it's called the reptile brain or the old brain and it's the part of the brain that controls the fight or flight mechanism puts out the stress hormones the adrenaline and so forth and he knew it and he talked about it and and you know the other kids i think were impressed i was impressed and then i did a little test and this is where the title of the podcast comes from for today i said I wanted to see, you know, really how sharp this class was. I was going to, you know, toss something out there just to see how their vocabulary, their comprehension, you know, how well read or how spoken, well spoken they are. And I said, clearly we have a neuro file on our hands. Now, file is an interesting Greek uh, root. I guess it would be a, a suffix. Um, and... Um, it, it does mean lover of, okay? Now, what's funny is there was certainly a time when audiophile was something people were known as, and bibliophile, book lover, and, and, you know, there's a whole different range of files. Of course, there is, in the common mind, another word that goes before file more often than other words in our culture, but I don't know if the kids were thinking about that, and I didn't want to, you know, sort of make that connection for them, so... I said, we have a neurophile, and I wanted to see if they would understand the joke, and well, they didn't respond. Now, I'm not sure if they didn't respond because they didn't get the joke, or if they just didn't think it was funny, because, you know, I don't know that it really was that funny, but I thought it was more clever than funny, but it really did impress me and surprise me that we had at least one student who is interested in neuro. Science interested in neurobiology and was able to give that answer today. So I think God's presence was there in the learning that I hope these students received. Clearly, this student already knew about the brain and how it works and the parts, etc. But I, I really hope other students gained something because I think understanding the brain as an organ and some of the basic functions and features and parts. But then also understanding the mind and how that is different and how that is far more mysterious and far more um, just indescribable. And I hope the kids got that today. I hope that was the learning. And again, I think all learning, all growth, all healing, all goodness really is of God. And in many ways is God. You know, if God is love... Whenever there is love happening, God is there. You know, I, I become more and more convinced that God is not a noun. It is, and certainly God is not a person, not a super person, you know, super being, you know, which I think oftentimes we, we think of God in that, those ways. You know, God is like, you know, the most amazing person we can know multiplied by infinity. Well, God is In God's own category. And again, I think God is really more of a verb, the action of the universe, of creation, of everything, the cosmos. I think that's God. And whenever the learning process is happening, God is there. God is moving. God is acting. God is working. God is present. So I'm going to ask you a simple question. What'd you learn today? What'd you learn yesterday? As you reach this point of the day, whatever point of the day it is when you're listening to this, what'd you learn since this same point yesterday? How many things can you distinctly say you did not know at the same time yesterday as when you're listening to this podcast? Now they don't have to be earth shaking things like, you know, you suddenly memorized, you know, something or figured out a, how to solve a problem that, you know, has never been solved before, some kind of mathematical formula. could be just something simple. But what was it that you learned? And what will you do with that knowledge? How will you share that? And how will you participate in God's process of teaching and bringing people to deeper knowledge, truth, wisdom, which all leads to deeper being. As always, thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.